Hello. Yo, yo. Hey, what's going on, brother? What's going on, Kareem? Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuning in to the Dreamers and Achievers podcast. We got my main man, Kareem, on the show. How you doing, my friend? How you doing? And I'm doing all right today, man. Just uh, got out of work not too long ago, so glad to be home now. Finished the work day. Mm-hmm. How you been, man? What's been going on with you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Everything's uh, been so fun. I'm in my fourth consecutive year in the uh, in the army as a medic with the 82nd Airborne Division. Um, right now, looking to go to Ranger School. So this past couple couple of weeks have been nothing but prep. You know, going to gym, uh, running a lot, a lot of rucking. And uh, swimming for me as being not one of my points. So, you know, I'm always in the pool these days, you know, just trying to stay afloat, man. <laughs> swimming with the fishes, with the big sharks, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> the big sharks, man. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work up to the big sharks, man. Right now I'm like a guppy in a pond. Finding Nemo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you could say that more, more like you know when he was a baby, and the uh, what is that the anemone? <laughs> so how how long you you know how long you been in the army? Like t- t- tell them like you know what's the hardest part, you know, and you know like how much you love it and stuff like that. Uh, well, I've been in the army, like I said, you know, now making four years. Um, yeah. I actually just made E five, which is a sergeant in the army. Nice. So, you know, big accomplishment there. Congrats on um, that. Thank you. Thank you, man. Uh, the, the hardest part, I think the hardest part is just sitting, waiting for a school date or, you know, just wait, waiting for something to happen. But, you know, a lot of times you put in for a school and, you know, the class might not be till a month or maybe a couple months away. And, you know, that's, that's the most difficult part, just sitting there waiting, trying to trying to figure out what you're going to do next in the meantime. Um, you know, Army's, Army's been great for me, man. I love it. You know, it's given me a lot of opportunities, take me out of a out of a bad situation back in uh, where I used to live in Camden, New Jersey. So, you know, I'm, I'm really thankful very, for the Army, man. Very rough. That's a very rough thing. Yeah, very rough. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the wild, wild west. Yeah, man, Camden's pretty dangerous, man. You, you can go outside and running into somebody, either stealing something, uh, you know, gang violence, like right up the street from me when you hit the intersection, going to the uh, downtown area. It's just, you, you see any and everything out there, man. It's it's crazy. Well, I just want to say congrats, congratulations on everything that you accomplished. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've known you for a long time. So to see your growth as a person, to see you, you know, grow, into the things that are very, very hard to get into. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's very admirable, excuse me, and, you know, I respect it a whole lot. And, um, you know, you're very you're very much of inspiration to not only myself, but to others out there who are paying attention and watching you lead by example. So I just want to say congrats on everything, and I wish you much, much more on your new journeys. And speaking of your new journeys, you know, just give the viewers a little bit about what you got going on and you know what you're getting yourself into yeah thanks man. um mm-hmm. yeah so like i said you know next step is our ranger school and what that is is basically 62 days of pure non-stop unadulterated success all right so first when we get there it's going to be um in processing and you know, if you guys ever watch Surviving the Cut or anything like that, you'll see as soon as guys get to Ranger School, it's nonstop, go, 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 go. You know, you're sitting there trying to process paperwork, and you got DIs uh, screaming in your face, or you Ranger instructors, sorry, Ranger instructors screaming in your face, and they're just, like, going to town, man, trying to destroy you. So once you're through with that, the first thing you start is a PT test, and PT test consists of push-ups, sit-ups, a five-mile run in under 40 minutes, and then you also have six pull-ups right after that. Um, 
And once you finish that, again, nonstop, you're going to land nav, um, you know, looking for points in the middle of the night, pitch black. You got a flashlight, but you're not allowed to use it. So go figure. Um, then after that, you have your 12-mile ruck. Excuse me, before the ruck, you actually have a combat water survival test. And that consists of a 36-foot drop from a ooh, from a beam you have to walk across that's over the pond. And then you have to get on a rope and basically burst across this rope, hang, hang from the rope when you reach the and then drop 36 feet into the water. And from there, swim back to uh, shore, where you then mount a higher tower, 75 feet, zip line from that, going uh-huh. at, God knows, 60, maybe 60 miles per hour, <laughs> fast oh. as fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> fast as fuck, man. And then you let go, and they tell you to let go, and you're just like a bullet dropping into this water, man. And, you know, it, it's pretty scary looking at it. Uh when I see it in videos and stuff, but, you know, going to the school and experiencing it is going to be a different, uh, I know it's going to be pretty different. So, right. you know, I have a better story for you guys once I do go through that stuff. You know, uh, like, from there, then, better be yeah. so much, I better be seeing that <laughs> on, on Facebook. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, man. I mean, we're not allowed to, like, record at the school, but, oh. you know, if they do record it for some odd reason, if they got a camera crew out there for my class, then, you know, you, more than likely you'll see it. Um. From there, you do the 12-mile ruck, and, you know, before the ruck, you've gone through obstacle course as well, and you've gone through, um, you know, other ranger tasks that you It's crushing, man. So I see a lot of times guys get to the ruck and just, just, just die, man. That's because, you know, you're up nonstop doing any and everything from push-ups to squats. You know, they try to try to weed out the weak ones at first, so that's why you're going through all that madness. Um, so you take the 12-mile ruck march all the way up to uh, Darby right. Face, where you begin over in Georgia. And from there, you start the actual ranger school itself, where you do your patrols and um, leadership uh, leadership activities. So there are three phases of the ranger school. You've got Darby Phase, you've got mountains, and then you have Swamp Phase in Florida, or Florida Phase. So mountains is in Dahlonega, Georgia. Uh, really nice view from what, what I've seen. And then Florida is in the swamps uh, near the uh, near the Everglades. And it's rough, man. I, like I said, you know, just watching guys go through it, stories being told. You know, snakes. You're walking in neck high water. You know, mm-hmm. for miles and miles. You know, it's just it's crazy. You know, but like I said, experiencing it for myself is going to be real different. So the story might change a bit. Uh, right. And from there, you know, after the 62 days, you know, if you make it, you graduate. You know, so and you get the right to be called a, called a ranger, you know. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a lot of hard and grueling tasks to go through, you know what I'm saying? So that, them stripes getting earned, like, you know what I mean? That that's, that's is, I think it's all worth it, you know, from everything that you explained to me. You know, I think it's all worth it to to to, to to be a ranger. You know what I'm saying? Like to, to earn hell yeah, I think it's worth it, man. You know, a lot of times people just kind of back down from challenges, man. But I'm I'm honestly afraid to go to ranger school, man. But you know, like I said, if a challenge doesn't scare you, you know, it's it's not big enough, man. If a challenge does not scare you, where you look at it and you're cowering in fear and you're you're having second thoughts, it's it's not a it's not going to make you grow. You know, so. Right. Ranger school for me right now is like my biggest challenge yet. So, like I said before, bro, wishing you all the best in that. Thanks, brother. You know what I mean, like I, you're a very hardworking guy. You're a very, you know, serious guy when it comes to you know setting your goals and achieving them. So I have no doubt in my mind that you're gonna come out on top and you're gonna come, you know, better than how you entered. So that's the goal. Now you know. Speaking of goals, you know, I, I want I want to talk about that. You know, I, I want to I want us to talk about like you know, for the viewers listening out there, like you know, how to properly set goals and go out there and accomplish them. You know what I mean? So I'll let you start. 
Yeah, man. With goals, goal setting uh, in the Army, one thing you learn is, like, if you don't have goals, you get stagnant. When you get stagnant, you waste time. When you waste time, you get into trouble, man. And and that's why you feel a lot of times or see a lot of times guys that will, you know, just end up in bad situations and bad places. Because the worst thing, especially as a man, is to not have goals. As men, if it's proven if we do not have goals or something to work towards, we get into lots of trouble. All right? So, mm-hmm. so goal setting is, is key. And, you know, to set goals, basically, you've got to figure out what is it you want out of life and, you know, start to pick at it. Start to really get into those finite details of how you can work up to that dream that you have or that aspiration to be something and start picking at it and figure out how you're going to map this thing out in a way that's manageable. Because a lot of people will set large goals and not be able to finish it because, hey, I want to go be a be an NFL star, right? That's not impossible. But what are you doing towards that? You know, guys will say, I want to be an NFL star. I want to be an NFL star. Yeah, I just got to go work out, go to gym, and, um, you know, run. Okay, well, what is it exactly that you're doing in the gym? right? What is it exactly you're doing on these runs? It's insane. You know, when you really sit down and think about it, it's like every, every piece to, to that puzzle, you know, plays a significant part in achieving that goal. And you got to right. set micro goals, all right? When you set micro goals, that's going to be goals that you work towards that are going to work towards a bigger goal on the, on the inside. You know, these micro goals, say for instance, you want to, you want to build a house, right? Okay, so Michael Gold for building what's that gonna be? You need to acquire wood. All right. You need to acquire a base plan. So you get the blueprint and figure out, okay, how tall does the wood need to be? How wide? You know, the dimensions. Then you start getting in the numbers. And once you get those finite numbers crunched, then you can go out and get the materials and start to build that house. But right. just having the blueprint with no actual numbers of measurements or anything like that, you know, all you have is, is just an image. You know, there's no design to that image. And that's what a lot of people get wrapped up in when it comes to goal setting. So, you know, set a large goal, but then set smaller goals to work up the medium-sized goals. And then medium-sized goals work up to get into the big picture of granting you that final goal that you set out for in the first place. And sometimes, you know, it'll take maybe three, four, five years to achieve that main goal. But if that's what it takes, you got to work at it. You know, consistency is key. And I say that, I say that with results. I say that with results. Because if you're not consistently working at something, you half-ass it, and then, you know, a couple years later, come back to it again, you know, half-assing it, and nothing seems to be going the way that you want it to, you have nobody to blame but yourself because you're not being consistent constantly day in day out going towards working for those goals you know so absolutely and i agree 100 percent on everything that you're saying you know i think it's very important to find out what your priorities is at first you know what i mean because that 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 weighs in on a lot of things that we do every day you know what i mean like if we don't have no priorities you know what i'm saying like you're just going to keep going in circles in your life like you're going to keep going nowhere fast you know what i mean so it's always exactly know your priorities, know what you want in life. You know, everybody don't have the answers, you know, right away. But it's always good to have a vision. It's always good to have a direction to go to. And then after that, you know what I'm saying, like you do the steps that you need to do day by day to, to get closer to your goals. You know what I mean? Like I feel like every day that we're alive is a blessing. And people have to see it that way. You know what I'm saying? Like I think people should wake up and take – you know, don't take life too seriously, but take take what you want out of life seriously. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. always to to know what you want, to figure out what you want, know the type of people that's around you because, you know what I'm saying, like who's around you weighs heavily on the choices that you make, whether that's family, that's friends, and stuff like that. So you got to know who's right for you, who's not right for you. You got to know what you want, not you know, know what's not working for you, know the habits that you're doing, good and bad. And, you know what I'm saying, like, minimize on your faults. Don't keep blaming yourself because every day is a new day. And maximize on your potential. You know what I mean? And Exactly. Exactly, and man. Day in and day out, 
day in and day out. Like even on your even on your bad days, even on days that you don't feel like it. You know what I'm saying? That's what's called discipline. Discipline is we work. You know what I'm saying? Like what makes someone is as how we react when we're not feeling good. Because everybody can do things great when they're feeling good or when they, you know what I'm saying, or when they're doing good. Like, but we are judged and based on adversity. You know what I'm saying? Like on the days that we don't feel well. Like that's how we yeah. overcome. That's how we become successful. That's how we become who we need to become because it's not going to be all peachy. It's not all, It's not going to just be all good and gravy, you know what I mean? And that's all right because good days bring blessings and bad days bring experience, you know what I mean? So, And both those things are positive things that you can take and turn them into that driving force that it takes to go ahead and get stronger in order to move towards crushing what it is that's in your way, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As we, you know, we sit back and we get complacent, man. That's that's where the danger is, you know. When you achieve something small, and you're like, all right, I'm I'm good with this. I'm gonna settle. That's when you start to see guys falter. That's when you see gold start to fall to the wayside. And dudes are just right. like, hey, this is fun, you know. And it's not fine because you haven't achieved what you set out to do in the first place. You just achieve a portion of that, and you're just like, hey, man, this is good. I'm good where I'm at, dude. You know, you go ahead and get what you want, but I'm I'm good with mediocrity. You know what I mean? Like, to no be honest, one should ever settle for being mediocre. Right. I 100% agree with that. To be honest, we are – no one is mediocre. And I say this because, like, we – there might be a couple assholes out there, a couple of people that, like, are not good for the world, but we are we are all born with – the potential to be great. You know what I'm saying? Like everything that stems up to people's behaviors, like afterwards when we all grown up is based on the life, you know, like the life choices that they made, you know what I'm saying? The people they surround themselves with, you know what I mean? Like the, the, the blame that they put on themselves, the anger that they have with themselves, the hurt and pain, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's what makes up a lot of people's negativity because like, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't take the time to really love themselves to, to, to achieve their goals and they'll take the time to really, you know what I'm saying? Like do what's necessary. So I feel like we are all born with the potential to be great. Like there's no one, there's no such thing as someone born with a, with talent. You know what I mean? Like we work hard for it. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there are people that are gifted and born in better circumstances. Yeah. But we are all here and we all are who we are right now based on the choices we have made at this single very moment. You know what I mean? So, I feel like it's 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 never excuse to settle. It's never excuse to to be to be like, oh hey, you know, I could have did this. No could have, would have, should have. As long as you're still alive, you still have a chance to make things right with your past. You know what I mean? So that's the worst thing anybody could ever say to themselves is, I could have, I should have. Now when right. somebody asks, you know, why you would say I would have, those are not the words that you want to. You want to put out, man. That's just saying that you got you got lazy. You got lazy and you stopped caring. And now, what all that's going to do is going to breed regret later on down the line. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, what I mean, I, I like I said before, I feel like we all, we all, we all have we all have the traits to be great. We all have the the, the mindset to be great. You know what I mean? Like what we focus on is what grows. You know what I'm saying? So, who we who who we are is a reflection of our choices. At the end of the day, you know what I mean. And I feel like when you wake up, you got to decide what you want. You know what I mean? Like no matter if you're working a nine to five, if you're going out there grinding, hustling to make things happen for yourself as an entrepreneur, or whatever the case may be, you know you got to wake up and also go to bed knowing that I could be better, I could do better, I can't settle. You know what I'm saying? So it's all about what we do, you know, and, and what we surround ourselves with at the end of the day. But, you know, I believe that people shouldn't shouldn't be settling for less. No one's mediocre, bro. And, you know, it's all about what we see in the world, too, you know, like TV and social media and all the other stuff, like college and, and all that. Social media is the devil, man. I'll tell you that. Huh? Social media is the devil because you don't it's a gift need a TV person. anymore, you know? Right. It's a blessing and a curse, more so yeah. on a curse. But, you know what I mean, I, I feel like it's given a lot of people a platform 
Hence, we're doing a podcast, you know what I'm saying? It, give, it gives a lot of people a platform to either do good or to do bad. And I feel like there's a lot of people that don't really think social media and the Internet is free. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people come on social media, speak their mind, or they do a lot of ignorant stuff. Like, I think social media is more on the ignorant and, and, and vile side, like on the nasty side of things. You know what I'm saying? So it's not a lot yeah. of people spreading hope, spreading positivity, spreading spreading the message to the to the to the people that's listening because the celebrities, you know what I'm saying, they're using it as a brand. Like you know what I mean? Like they're not using it to propel people to be better people. And like I'm not gonna say all celebrities, but most of the celebrities they're not they don't really care about the people that follow them. You know what I'm saying? Like they they only care about the money that they can make from the people that follow them, you know, so they they, they do all these things in a in a marketing way. Instead of like trying to speak from their souls, you get what I'm saying? Because they know if they go that route, they're not gonna have no money coming in like how they used to. You know what I'm saying? So they keep it at bay. Like they stay out of the, they stay out of the drama. They stay out of all of that. You know what I mean? Like we don't have no real leaders to to tell these people that it's okay to take risks. It's okay to do this. It's okay to do that. You know what I mean? Like it's not enough of that in the world. But you know, there's a lot exactly. of drama. Supported. There's a lot of there's a lot of people out here who, uh, you know what I'm saying, like they go on the internet and they compare people's, you know, they compare their lives to other people, you know what I mean, and they feel bad about themselves, and they'd be like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying, I, if I if I did this back then, I could have been where he at or she at, and this is like, you know what I'm saying, like social media has made people feel inferior instead of, instead of us as a community, you know what I'm saying, uplifting each other and using the biggest platform in the world to come together and, 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 you know, and find ways for all of us to be successful and for all of us to get along. In a, you know what I'm saying? In a, in a, and that's because we're just selfish uh, as a society, man. Right. Selfish you know, as a society. We don't want to see the next person grow because they're going to outdo us. And that's what we're afraid of. They're going to outdo us and leave us in the shadows. People are going to forget about us. And we love the attention on ourselves. We love that. We love when everybody's commenting on our photos, sending us likes you know, that's us the social media aspect, and that plays a part in real life, too. We love when we're getting attention, when we're getting those text messages, when people are complimenting us. You know what I mean? If you help somebody to get on that same level as you, you're afraid that they might, in fact, take everything that you, you know, exactly. you value, you know, getting that attention. Exactly. And that's the part that scares a lot of people out of sharing knowledge, that scares, scares a lot of people from mentoring. And they have good information. Great information that would, you know, help the next guy who's probably down on his luck or help the next female that's in a rough situation. But they're scared to help that person out because they're afraid of that person becoming better than them. And that's just us as a society being so fearful and being so selfish. You know what I mean? And it's come from a lot of things from growing up in different types of situations. Um, let's be real. You know, a lot of rich kids, a lot of rich people – they don't give out much, and that's because they're just used to getting, 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 and receiving. So they're they're just pre predestined to like not give as much as someone in poverty, you know, knowing that they have so little, and they're forced to share with siblings, or they're forced to share in their community in order to survive and to stay alive. So when we when we look at it in modern times now, we can definitely see how that plays out between you know, people that want to go ahead and help other people out by sharing information, by mentoring, by getting involved in communities and, you know, outreach with people around them and other people that just stick to themselves and continue to reap benefits that they sow, you know, through other people. Um, take a look at big businesses, man. You know, who's sitting up there with the, you know, signing those checks and writing off big money, you know, reaping the benefits of the company? You're going to see a boss. Uh, and that's the that's the thing. That's the difference. A boss is going to sit there and tell you what to do. You know what I mean? Tell you what to do, and then reap the benefits. A leader, a leader is going to give you give you the keys, give you the keys, and try to tell you to come up with a solution to a problem, and even mentor you to come up with a solution to that problem to solve it together as a team. You know what I mean? And then everybody gets to reap the benefits. All right, the leader leads the way. The boss just sits in the back and tells you what to do behind. Uh, office chair, air conditioned, you know what I mean, room and everything, man. And and that just sucks that a lot of big businesses are like that. But there are a lot of small businesses on the rise right now where you can see that they're, you know, taking on leadership-type traits, you know, thanks to seminars that are out there. Um, one of my favorites being the Unbeatable Mind um, 
seminar, which is held in Coronado, Coronado, California. And that's held by Mark Levine, who's a former Navy SEAL. Um, just the absolute greatest experience ever. Not going to lie, it's not the cheapest. Uh, I think it's like a thousand just to just to get out there. Um, room and board paid for, of course, and food. But you know, it's worth it. It's worth it. People will be like, I don't want to spend that money to go up to a seminar and listen to somebody talk to me. And um, it's, hey, <laughs> that is indispensable information that you're going to get there. That's you're paying for your mentorship. You're investing in yourself, so it's worth putting out to get that type of mentorship. Because then, what you're going to do is in fact strengthen yourself in order to send out and send results to help them out. And in the end, you turn yourself into a beacon of light. So, you know, all in all, mm -hmm. you know, we need more leaders instead of bosses. And then that's how we help people around us. That's how we become, you know, a brighter light and remove that selfish stigma that society has adopted. Right. And I don't, you know what I'm saying, I don't really think we have true leaders. We have, like, people who do a lot for the community, like Kendrick and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like, but I don't think it's like a, there's someone that's, like, willing to risk it all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people that are willing to go back broke, willing to lose sponsorships, willing to get arrested, willing to, like, take the fall for our own kind. And I'm not just, like, saying, like, just, just, just like, African-Americans, but I'm just saying, like, just for the common greater good, you know what I mean? Like, and we're talking about, like, yeah. We talking about like in general, like there's no one out there that's like, you know, what I'm saying like, like cutthroat, like just say just say what needs to be said. There's a lot of people that play it safe. There's a lot of people that express themselves through like Twitter and and music and and, and books and stuff like that. But there's not a lot of people like at the rallies all the time. There's not a lot of people that's like finding ways to like make like law plans or law changes, like really digging deep like how we had back then, you know what I'm saying? Where everybody was a union like community. You know, Malcolm X had his way, Martin Luther King had his way. You know what I'm saying? But people it wasn't divided though, in that essence. Like there there was people that believed in Malcolm X's vision and there's people that believed in MLK's vision, you know, the peace side. But at the same time they both had one common goal and that's to have you know, bring a change for us. You know what I mean? And they was willing to die for it. You know what I mean? And they wasn't afraid to speak their minds. And Malcolm X did it. Malcolm X did it in a, in a, in a, you know what I'm saying? Like in a, in a boisterous way. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. was very aggressive with it. MLK was more passive aggressive. You know what I mean? But he was peaceful. Was you know what I'm saying? That's 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 why he did it passive aggressively. But at the same time, he was still out there. Like he still, he still had you know. And the people around him, they was doing just as much as he was, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't just one guy that was afraid to, to take the fall, you know what I mean? Everybody that was with him, they was willing to die for something that they really Exactly. And I don't think that is the case nowadays because, you know, there's a lot of people that feel comfortable with with, with mediocrity. Like you said, there's a lot of people that just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think we become so desensitized, whatever that word is, like, we don't feel how we used to feel because social media, there's so much shit we see on social media, it makes us numb to it all. You know what I mean? And I just feel like there's a lot of things that play into the factor of um of why we don't have no true leaders. You know what I mean? And a lot of celebrities, they come up off of social media nowadays. So they thinking, like, why should I lose this? Why should I lose, like, what I've worked so hard to obtain? You know what I mean? Like, for people that that, that don't got nothing to do with me, that's how a lot of them look at it. You know what I mean? And... They don't look at it like, oh, like, okay, I'm here now. Let me go change the world because I got a, I got a bigger following. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And that's that's what's missing. Like when Tupac, not to be cliche, but you know, Tupac's last interview was at Bryant Park. He specifically said that he knows he has a following. You know what I mean? Like he knows what he can do. He knows his impact, not only in the music game, but how he has on society. And he was going to take his impact impact and bring together his people. You know what I mean? Like that was the yep. definition. That was definitely, he was starting a revolution. He clearly said he was starting a revolution. You know what I mean? Like he knew he had power and he was using his power for the greater good. Like, although his last years was like, he was involved with the wrong people. He had a message and you know, he was, he was determined to let that, he was determined to get that out. You know what I'm saying? No matter if he died for it. You know what I mean? That's just like, exactly. that's just like one example. 
And I don't think there's there's not there's not there's no there's no one there. There's no one out there celebrity wise that that you could really say that that does it. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why I'm saying like we you know there's we we just need to change, bro. And that change isn't gonna come out of nowhere. It's gonna come from people like you and me. You know what I mean? Right. Reaching out, trying to trying to better everyone. You know what I mean? Right. No longer can we withhold information. And I mean we. We're in an age of technology where you can go on the internet and type in a couple words and you get exactly what you're looking for, the exact information, exact time, you know what I mean? We don't got to go to like a library or anything like that anymore nowadays to find what we're looking for. It's all at our fingertips, you know, but instead we'd rather sit on the internet and look for me and right. get the drama and all this other stupidness, you know, as opposed to advancing yourself and, you know, that's that's just the sad part about it, but... You know, like I said, there's not going to be a change until somebody, you know, one of us decides to be that voice of reason, you know what I mean? And right. hopefully that influences and sends, like, a ripple effect out that will start making people, you know, realize that, hey, wow, what I'm doing right now, I can be doing so much more than where I'm at, you know? Exactly. Exactly. It needs to be that spark because that's all some people need is just a spark in order to start the movement, so. I always said, you know, the perfect way to change the world is to lead by example. Is just let your voice be heard. You know what I'm saying? Like we all are born with a purpose. You know what I mean? So that's why I always tell people to never doubt yourself because you could be that change that the world needs. You know what I'm saying? And if you doubt yourself, we may never ever get that change. You know what I mean? So I always try to instill courage, instill hope, instill positivity, and instill confidence into people that I talk to. You know what I mean? I never try to get on the down tip or anything, or just trying to bring people down with negative vibes because. The world does that enough, you know what I mean? Like, we deal with a lot on our own, you know what I'm saying, on a regular basis. It's important to have people in your life that continue to encourage and uplift you so you become who you are. You know, like, those things are necessary to to grow, you know what I mean? Because we all can't do it on our own. So if we have people around us that are continuing to uplift us and, and, and bring us that confidence that we need, we can fulfill our duties as, as, as a purpose. You know, we can fulfill our duties, excuse me, on this world and live out our purpose. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like whether it's me, somebody, you know, someone that's still a baby right now or whoever the case may be, like, I feel like we all have a, we all have the power to change the world. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know how big, you know what I mean? Like, you're about to be a ranger soon, hopefully. You know what I mean? I'm speaking into existence because I know how hard you are. I know how hard of a worker you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know what the what, what's in store for us. You know what I'm saying? Like that, what you get into, you could be that 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 change in that whole dynamic. You know what I mean? Me yep. getting into podcasting, I could be that change into podcasting. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't ever, but I don't go into thinking like that. But I go into and like think like just to get my message across. You get what I'm saying? So. I feel like whatever it is, we just got to do our best and touch somebody. You know what I mean? Like, whether it's one person, two people, five people, 20, 30, 100, 500, 1,000, 1 million, as long as we touch somebody out there, we're doing our purpose. You know what I mean? Exactly. And those people are going to reach out and touch other people. So that's the great part about it. You're not just doing it with one person. You're doing it with everybody in mind. Yep. And that's 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 why I kind of made a podcast is to bring some enlightenment to the world, to bring some positivity, bring good vibes and have good guests like yourself who, who radiate that type of energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, the world needs like the world needs people like me and you, you know what I'm saying? They need to hear, they need to hear, you know, people just like us going through things just like them and overcoming it and, and being better from it. You know what I'm saying? Like we, they need to know that, they're not alone in this, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like we're, yeah. We're, so, you know, at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we all are the same. Like, no matter if we have that much, like, if we're celebrities or not, like, we're all, we're all the same. You know what I mean? Like, we all go six feet under at the end of the day. You know what I mean? So it's just like no one's better than anybody else in any type of way. And that's and that's one of my favorite quotes, man. You know, no matter how big your house is, how much money you got. You know, how many women you got or guys, the heck, dude, your grades going to be the same size as mine, huh? 
<laughs> exactly. Same size at the end of the day. So exactly. You know, good on you, but make sure you're doing something in this life worth remembering. Exactly. You know, live your purpose, lead by example. You know, that's why I made dreamers and achievers is to show the people. No matter if you're working a nine to five, you're out there hustling, you're out there doing whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, use your time that you do have, use your free time that you do have to, to really fulfill your purpose, fulfill your goals, fulfill your destiny. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we all are winners. You know what I mean? Like, we all we all have what it takes to succeed. You know what I mean? So I made, I created that name to to show that we, you know, and, and, and also to add on, we're all our dreamers. You know what I'm saying? Like, as kids, we're always dreaming of what we wanted to be as adults. You know, we always daydreaming. We're always painting pictures in our head. You know what I mean? And that don't stop when we're adults. You know what I mean? That might get surprised, but at the end of the day, we're all dreamers. You know what I mean? And we're all achievers in something, whether it's big or small. We all did something that, at one point in life, we felt very proud of. You know what I mean? And if it hasn't came yet, we're definitely working towards that goal. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I feel like that's that's what people need to understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one... No one is at fault with anything. You know what I mean? Like, no one has taken a real loss. As long as you're alive, there's always a chance to improve. You can be a better person than you are right now at this very second than you were 10 minutes ago yesterday. You know what I mean? So, And it just takes one decision, one good decision, exactly. one committed decision that you're going to just change something. You always want decisions for, the, for, for, the, for change for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? So... You always got to make your next move your best move. And even if your next move is a mistake, you got to learn from your mistakes and go harder. And that 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 mistakes that you learn from could be what it takes for you to get to the next level. You know what I'm saying? So Exactly. Yeah, Brody. This is why the world needs more of me and you. I think I might have some kids too. Like I gotta have some kids out there because my legacy needs to live on. But that's that's way that's another topic. <laughs> yeah, way we're further down the line. I hear you, man. That's another. Topic. Everybody's always asking when many of you coming along. I'm like, hey, man, give it like three, five more years. All right, still got a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> He gonna be he gonna be a, he gonna be more arrogant than I am. I need I need him to chill out. Just, just relax. <laughs> and that's all right, man. Just a little bit, a little bit. You know what I mean? Nothing overwhelming. Just a little bit to give him that drive. You know. Give I mean, that competitive it, edge. It works. For, you know, it didn't work for everybody. Like for me, I use my arrogance. I wouldn't say I'm arrogant. I would say I'm more brash. Well, I guess that's the same thing, right? <laughs> but yeah. I, I use my brashness in a competitive way, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I'm not arrogant in a way like, oh, I look at this person, I'm like, yo, I'm better than you. Nah, I look at it like, okay, if we're in competition, I'm going to feel like I'm better than you. But, like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm just speaking to you regularly, I'm not going to look down on you. I'm not going to look at you different. Not, not like that. Like, I treat everybody nah, the same. Nah, man. You know what I mean? I treat everybody the same. I treat everybody the same. Keep it, keep it humble. And, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I keep, I keep it humble. But, like, if we're, if we're going at it now, best believe I'm coming at you full force because I want to win. I don't like second place. I don't take second place. I would not accept second place. I need to win. So I use that arrogance and, and brashness to up my, you know what I'm saying, like up myself, like to bring the best out of me. You know what I mean? I don't, you know, but like on a regular, you know, like if I'm just talking to you regular and stuff like that, I treat everybody with humility and respect. You know what I mean? I give the same energy that people give me. You know what I mean? And uh, But the first thing, I always treat people respect until they give me a reason not to. So. Yeah. So, you know, because, cause, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just come at somebody and you don't know their background story. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know what, what no one's going through. Because I'm I, I, I always I'm always thoughtful of that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't try to step on nobody's shoes because those shoes could be those shoes could be on a different foot one day. So, you always got to be yep. careful. You got to be careful with what you do. You know what I mean? Because... You may be up now, but six months or two weeks from now, you may be in a different position. So you always got to thank God every day that, you know, there's always exactly. something for. You feel me? So I don't use that. I don't, I'm, I don't ever try to look down on nobody because I've been there before. Well, so, I might be looking up at that person and I hope next time I see him. Right. And, and, I, and I've seen situations like that. You know what I'm saying? I have friends who've been in tough spots 
and they had people belittle them and, and make fun of them and this and that. You know what I'm saying? And then now, I ha- like, I have a friend now, you know what I'm saying, he owns his own business, you know what I mean? And they want to buy his shirts, and they was making fun of him, talking about, oh, he didn't finish school, he didn't do that. But now, you know, he he's making a good uh, good amount of money, and he's partnering with, like, other celebrities with his cola line. And now they want to be a part of that wave, you feel me? So things can always change sooner than you think, you know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? Like, I don't... It's always important to have that confidence in yourself, but never, like, try to take someone else's confidence in, in, in pursuit of your own because that just makes you an asshole. You know what I mean? So. Agreed. Hmm? Yeah. So, I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's 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 all I have to say about that topic, bro. Uh, we're going to get into one more. You know what I'm saying? And I really want to talk about, like, for the viewers out there, you know what I'm saying? Like, why focusing on yourself matters. You know what I mean? And you started off the last one. I'm going to start off on this one, right? Oh, good. Focusing on yourself matters a lot because if you don't do what's necessary for you to, you know, get to the next level, you're always going to be where you're at. You know what I mean? Like, if you're not focusing on yourself, you're always going to be distracted, like, living in other people's opinions, you know what I'm saying? Like doing what other people think is best for you. And that's not that's not what we are set upon to do. We're set upon to do what makes us feel happy, do what makes us feel good. So you it's always important that you prioritize, you focus on what matters and you block out anything that got nothing to do with your obstacles. Like that got nothing to do with your growth. So if you're going through pain, you're going through hurt, you gotta understand like where your energy is decreasing and where it's increasing and then you focus on being a better you. You focus on the good energy. You focus on releasing and finding ways to let go of that hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's always, and if you don't, like, you're always going to find people that's going to sap your energy, drain your energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. take away your positivity. Like, they're going to drain you to the point where you feel miserable, you feel stressed out, you feel depressed. And then you're blinded by that because, you can't see what's in front of you. Like, you might have a lot of things going for yourself, but how you're feeling may prevent you from going further, and then now all of a sudden you're losing opportunities. You're stressed out. You're gaining weight. I've been in that position before. Like, I was in a position where, you know what I'm saying, like, I'll, I'll just put my story out there. You know what I mean? Like, I was I was in a position where I left my job. You know what I'm saying? I left my job last year, and I started doing the entrepreneurial thing because I didn't feel like working a nine-to-five no more. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. And um, I had my money saved up. I had my money saved up. I knew, you know what I'm saying, before Dreamers Achievers started something called JD Productions, I had to change the name. You know what I mean? Like, I, I left I left my job in March. Uh, truthfully, mm-hmm. I left because I was dealing with a lot of racism. And, you know, I walked away even though, like, I was in a different position. Like, I got a, a dollar raise and stuff like that, but I just felt like, you know, my dignity was worth more than the money, you know, fifteen dollars an hour. You feel me? So I walked away from that. And people call me crazy for that, but I'm not gonna take that for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like my respect is bigger than anything. I'm not gonna let no white people call me this and that and then say I never amount to nothing because I'm gonna prove you wrong. You know what I'm saying? So long story short, I left the job with, you know what I'm saying, like three or four months of savings, you know what I'm saying? And I was carefully planning out to start dreamers and achievers which was known as JD Productions. Like, I had it all mapped out, you know what I'm saying? Like, I marketed it well, had it all planned out before I made that big drastic move. And then my ex came back into my life, you feel me? And then mm-hmm. we went out. We started going back out in May. I started my company in May. The first month, it was good. Like, we had no relationship problems. And then further down the line, I realized I was spending more time with her. My money was going down a lot faster than it should be it wasn't going towards my business it wasn't going towards the things that i planned out before she came back into my life and then when i started focusing more on myself we and me and her started having problems you know what i mean and i'm just thinking like it's a relationship issue you go out there you fix it because that's what everybody would do you know what i'm saying you have problems with your girl you want to do what you can to yeah, fix, it. fix it yeah but it started becoming like a reoccurring pattern every single month and it got worse and worse and worse and worse and it always got worse when I started 
fixing myself, you know what I'm saying, focusing on myself, you know what I mean? And it became extremely toxic. I was extremely stressed. I lost on so many opportunities to, to you know what I'm saying, I was losing clients because I'm a photographer. I was losing clients. I was, you know what I mean, I, all that good habits I had, it slowly deteriorated. Like, I stopped going to the gym. Friends that I normally to talk to on the phone or text or see, I haven't seen them in months. You know what I mean? I was having problems with my family. And, you know what I'm saying, like, and then eventually I became broke. You know what I mean? And all this because I was taking all these Uber rides and paying for food and doing all this yeah. stuff, buying her stuff to make her happy. You know what I mean? And then we would just keep arguing and arguing. So it, I lost all the focus on myself. You get know what I mean? Like, all my focus was on her for those nine months. In nine months, I was at the lowest that I could be. And then I finally said enough is enough. You know what I mean? And then when I started, when I started, when I let her go and I started focusing on myself, bro, so much happened in just one month. Like, in one month, I got not one but two studios, one in Soho and one in Brooklyn. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's insane, dude. You see how that, once you shift your focus, do you see how that drastically changed everything you were about? And in one month, in one month, I did more shoots. I I did about 15 shoots alone in one month, right, after I left her. And that was more than I did when I was with her in nine months, bro. So it was like, and on top of that, I was going to the gym three to four times a day. So I was making time for, for not only my shoots, but the things that, that was making me feel great about myself. And I was making back the money that I lost. You get what I'm saying? And all that, because I said enough is enough, and I started to focus on myself. I was like, look, before I started dating her, I had this goal set in mind. I told myself I wanted to be where I needed to be. At at this this date, come 2017, and I'm sticking to it, and that's what it took. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I can't keep losing myself in order to save someone else. You know what I mean? And I said, I said, I told myself this wasn't the right situation to be in, and I had to leave it so I could focus on who I am and focus on being a better me. So, because I'm like, I'm like who Jamal is right now. That's not that's not the Jamal that needs to be where he wants to be in life. You know what I mean? It's not the Jamal that could love somebody. It's not the Jamal that could, 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 you know what I'm saying, go far in life because this Jamal was miserable. This Jamal was stressed. This Jamal was depressed. This Jamal was in focus. This Jamal was unhappy. You know what I mean? Like, exactly, so, man. So I said, I said changes had to be made, and I'm, I'm not putting on the front burner, but she took up 90% of my time, and, you know what I'm saying, she got really physical with me. Like, you know what I'm saying? And her true colors came out. And this is then this is an example of what happens. Like when you focus on yourself, you're not gonna have the people that quote unquote is there for you because they're only there for you because they like they like you how you are now. They like you when you're low. They like you when you know what I'm saying, like when, when you don't have no power. People like to believe it or not, like people that's close to you, most friendships are formed because they have the type of possession over you, in their heads at least. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they know so they feel like they could always spot you money, and in return, like you could do whatever they want for them, or you know what I'm saying, like they know you're good at this and that, but you know what I'm saying, like they try to get into, you know, they get in, they get into your life and try to figure out what you don't, you know what I'm saying, like what's your weakness, and they use it against you, but they you don't notice it because you're so comfortable and open with them, you know what I mean? And exactly, with man. Ex, she was, she was, that was my first love. So we was always on and off for seven years. You know what I'm saying? And she knew she knew all my deepest secrets, and she knew how to get to me. Like she knew my she knew my dark spots. You get know what I'm saying? And she's got the controller, man. She's, yeah, she, 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 she looks at it that oh, way. She's got right. the controller, man. She she can and, make the calls. And to be honest, I never let I dated other girls and stuff like that, but I never let them. You know what I'm saying? I never I never like had a situation like that. I never let them get that that type of power over me. You know what I mean? With her, it was just different. And I and I felt like it was love, but then like it became more of like a power control. She it was like if she didn't have the edge over me, you know what I'm saying? There was no real love because when I started to focus on myself, she didn't want to take a. There was no backseat because I wanted her to be involved, but she didn't want to do all of that. You know what I mean? Like she just wanted me to just be like some low. You know what I'm saying? Like just to cater to her needs and be broken and and cuddle with her and. Like she wanted me to be like a house boy, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I and I was like, that's not me. Like, she wanted me to be completely submissive, and 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 
just like be her her lap dog, and I, that wasn't me, bro. So I just decided to focus on You're myself. Like so, but th- what I'm trying to say is like when I left her, bro, like my whole life transitioned for the better. Like my my energy felt better. I felt better. I started loving myself more. I got my confidence back. Like my business was booming again. Like you know what I mean? Like I was losing weight. Um, I got the studio. I don't think I would ever have it if I never if I didn't leave her. And that was like the big the biggest blessing so far in my life going into 2017 because it opened up a lot of doors for me. It, it made me meet a lot of amazing people. And you know what I'm saying like. It's something that I started to fall in love with. I I did photography for five years. I did shit with Reebok and the New York Knicks, but like studio photography was always something I wanted to do. And then like as soon as I left her, I just opened my mind and spoke to existence. And you know what I'm saying someone took a chance on me because they found out. You know what I'm saying like they they met me, and they find they found that I was a really good genuine guy. So they took a chance on me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I hate that. You know what I mean? So it's very important to focus on yourself because you can get a lot further. You can get a lot further just by knowing who you are and loving yourself. Because once you know who you are and love yourself, you're going to attract all the good vibes you need. You're going to attract all the good people that you need. If you're unsure of where you are, if you're unsure about yourself, you're not. You're just going to find people who's going to prey on you and manipulate you and take advantage of that. And it's and I always tell people like, if you're not ready to love, if you're not in love with yourself, don't do it. If you're not if you're not focused on your goals, if you're not where you need to be, do not settle. For nothing. Don't settle for no, for no low paying job. Don't settle for not for something that you're not worth. You know what I mean? Know your worth. That's the thing. You know, know your worth, man. Because if you don't know, know your worth, you sell anything. Right. Know your worth. Add you tax. Anything. You know what I mean? Like know your worth. Add tax to it. Life is not. And that's just the unfortunate aspect of it. You know. How how do how does somebody figure out what they're worth? You know all these questions in terms of like figuring out what exactly I think if I, I think, would exchange myself. If I was currency, what would I be worth? What can I, I get in exchange for myself? And it, a lot of it, people have a hard time trying to figure that out because they've never once, you know, put themselves up against, against the world like that, basically, you know? Right. And, and to be honest with you, it all stems it's down. Quite, to, it's, it's, it's quite unfortunate, but right. Right. That's something everybody, I think, should do. Take time out. Go sit in the corner. Sit in a quiet space. Sit down and really think about it. Really think, what can you offer the world? If someone were to come up to you and 